0: The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce.
1: Hello, dear. Well, where are you? Honey? To oh. Cool off. oh, 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 yeah. Well, how are you? <laughs> oh, hi. I came in the front door. I, I, I couldn't find you. How, how oh, are dear. you, dear? Huh? Hot.
2: My goodness, isn't it? This is scorching. Yeah. The thermometer says ninety-seven. Hope you aren't hungry. I just planned a cool salad for dinner. No,
1: no, that'll be fine, darling. How, how, how are you?
2: Well, I'm all right. My goodness, stop looking so worried. Oh, well,
1: golly, did you call the doctor? No,
2: why should I?
1: Well, my gosh, I mean, with the baby due today and everything.
2: <laughs> well, there's nothing to call a doctor about, honey. Obviously, the baby's not going to arrive today. And, dear, you don't have to keep calling me every hour on the hour to see how I am. I bet you didn't get any work at all today down at the office, <laughs> did you?
1: <laughs> well, I I keep <laughs> thinking about it, you know. I, I worry about no, you. Well, there's <laughs> nothing
2: to worry about at all.
1: Well, I don't like the idea of your being here alone. I'll... Anyhow, I, I wanted to tell you, I uh, I called Mother to see if she couldn't come and stay with you.
2: Called your mother? Yes. Why, well, honey, that is just nonsense. I am fine. Well, she
1: couldn't come. Anyhow, Dad's oh. arthritis is acting up, and Aunt Effie's busy taking care of Grandma, so... Mm-hmm. Well, she suggested I call Aunt Martha.
2: Aunt Martha? Yeah, oh, well, honey, you no, need
1: somebody dear. here to be with you now. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing any work at all, just... Resting and relaxing. Well, I know, but... And not have anything to worry about. Well,
2: I'll tell you one thing, dear. With all due respect, your Aunt Martha. So... She is the last person I'd want to be with if I needed rest and relaxation. She is Shush without that... Honey... Uh...
1: What do you
2: mean, shush"?
1: <laughs> Uh Sweetheart, I, I I called her in Pine City this morning and asked her, and... Well, she was just wonderful about you it. You didn't and...
2: ask your Aunt Martha. I mean, why, dear, would you... Well, yeah,
1: honey, she what? arrived on the 5.30 bus, honey, and, and I'm trying Hello, to... Oh, 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 there she is. <laughs> See, in the guest room window, honey. I I, I took her up. <laughs>
2: oh, hello, Aunt Martha. Well, my goodness. <laughs> I'll come right up and show you where things are. Of course, I've got the baby things all over the guest room. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'll
3: rearrange everything, dear. You just sit right there and relax. You're not going to do a thing. I'm going to take over. You tell her what. who's going to
1: be the boss. <laughs> yeah, okay, Aunt Martha. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy, I feel a lot better knowing that you won't have a thing to do but rest and relax until the baby arrives.
0: Getting away from it all. Yes, that's a big part of everybody's vacation dream, but still nobody wants to come back after a vacation like Rip Van Winkle so completely at sea about what went on during his absence that he couldn't find a place for himself in his old hometown. Well, fortunately, you don't have to come back, a Rip Van Winkle, no matter how far you go from civilization or how long you stay. Take a radio with you, and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, CBS radio will tune you in on the world you've left behind. With your dial set for your local affiliated CBS radio station the CBS News Department brings you fast, efficient, comprehensive reports at regular intervals all week long. CBS newsmen all over the nation and the world are trained and seasoned at sifting the trivial from the important. So make CBS Radio your window on the world.
3: I just look at her.
1: What do you mean, Aunt Martha? She looks fine.
3: Fine? Why, well, she's downright skinny. Oh, I hardly think you could call me
2: skinny, Aunt Martha.
3: Skinny as a beanpole. <laughs> Why, to look at you, nobody would ever
2: know you were expecting an addition to the family. Oh, well, that hasn't been my experience, Aunt Martha. In fact, for the last six months, people thought I was going to have it any minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm certainly going to fatten you up. Oh, fatten me up? I have to watch my diet. I was only supposed to gain 20 pounds at the most. I'm afraid that I put oh, nonsense. on much.
3: Don't believe in that at all. You're eating for two. Yeah, well, yeah. I
1: guess the doctors have different ideas now, Aunt Martha.
3: Aren't you hungry? Oh, I'm always hungry. Martha. There, now, you see?
2: Well, I'll have dinner ready in about an hour. You just show me where you keep the thing. Well, we're just having a salad tonight, Aunt Martha. A chef's salad, and I have it all made, dear. What's that? Well, it's lettuce, Swiss cheese. And then I cut up some cold-boiled ham and bone chicken, tomato... Mix it up with Italian dressing.
3: Well, you can still have your salad. I'll fix the dinner.
2: But that is the dinner.
3: Just salad?
2: Well, some rolls for all of you. I'll have Melba toast and then some melon for dessert. Well, I never heard of such nonsense in my life. What did you do with the big blue suitcase?
1: Uh, Oh, I took it up to the guest room.
3: Oh. Well, bring that down again to the kitchen.
1: (laughs) That's filled with food. With food? Oh. Well, you didn't have to bring food, Aunt Martha.
3: (laughs) Right after you called this morning, Effie and I got busy and did some baking and some cooking. I cinnamon rolls and cornbread. Oh. I fixed a ham, some fried chicken, and made some nice, thick potato soup. That'll be good for you. Oh,
2: well, Aunt Martha, really, I... You
3: bring down that suitcase so that I can put the things in the icebox before they spoil. Oh, well, all right,
1: all right, Aunt Martha, I'll get it.
3: Now, you show me where things are in the kitchen. Come on. As soon as I know where everything is, I won't have
2: to bother you at all. You can just rest. Well, to begin with, I'm fine, Aunt Martha, really. I'm not helpless at all. And I certainly don't want you to think I have to be weighted on hand and foot. Now,
3: now, now, now. You've got to take care of yourself.
2: Well, but I... I've you just
3: show me where everything is. Knives and forks in here? Uh,
2: well, yes. I'll oh, know where yes, do sir. you keep
3: the kitchen things? The paring knives and large spoons and all that. Well, in, in this drawer over here. They're no, yes. Uh, now, where's you? the flour? The salt, the sugar, and the cinnamon
2: and things like that. Well, they're in that cupboard right there.
3: Potten and pans down here? Yes. Yeah, and uh-huh. where do you
2: keep your roaster? Well, I kind of put that away. I don't roast a lot during the real hot weather, Aunt Martha. It heats up the house, so you know. Well, where do you you... keep it? Well, I put it down there in that cupboard in the back. Now, just show me where you keep your dishpans and your soap and your dish towels. Well, I do have a dishpan, but I don't use it much. When I wash dishes, I do it right in the sink and use this rack to set them in. But mainly, I used my Christmas present last year, a dishwasher, (laughs) right here. Oh, well, I don't think those dishwashers get the dishes clean. Oh, they do. They're marvelous. Just set the dishes in here. See, the plates go down here, cups and saucers around the top here, and then this is for glasses. And then the silver goes goes here. In this, in this well, side. I do It washes and rinses, and then you leave them in there, and they dry off. All you have to do is put them away. It's Wonderful.
3: Well, I believe in drying your dishes. Oh, no, Aunt Martha,
2: it's unnecessary. Really, it saves so much work to well, do. Well,
3: I wash the dishes by hand, then I'll know they're clean. Oh,
2: Aunt Martha, really dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you are, dear. You got the suitcase, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah, are, yeah. Thank
3: you. Now, I think I can find everything. Now, you two just get out of the kitchen, and I'll get dinner. <laughs> We're going to start with the uh, potato soup. And then we'll have fried chicken, and I'm going to fix corn fritters, <laughs> nice hot homemade biscuits, and for dessert, we're going to have a triple-layer blueberry
1: shortcake.
3: <laughs> now, how does that sound? Oh, well, it
1: Sounds different. wonderful, wonderful. Yes. But isn't it a little <laughs> hot today, Aunt Martha? I mean, you know, so much rich food, mm-hmm. and I, I Yeah, just... what,
2: what he means is, uh, we hate to have you slaving over a hot stove and a weather's so terribly hot anyhow. Oh, I don't mind it at all. Fact is, I don't mind the
3: hot weather. (laughs) I don't even notice it. Lord gave us sunshine. He meant us to enjoy it. He didn't mean us to put in air conditioning so she can't even go to the movies in the summertime without freezing to death. Well, air
1: conditioning's pretty nice, Ann, Martha. I mean, sometimes it isn't regulated properly, Well,
3: I don't go for all these modern contraptions. I see you've got an electric fry pan, too. Oh,
2: yes. I wouldn't be without it. It's just wonderful. Oh. Well, I still
3: say there's nothing better than a good old heavy iron skillet. Wish I'd brought mine along. Don't know how I'm
2: going to manage here. Can't even judge the oven. Well, there's a thermostat on it, Aunt Martha, right here. So you just turn well, into the one? I'm used to mine, of
3: course. But well, I'm... you have
1: an electric stove, Aunt Effie bought one.
3: I know, but for bacon, I still use Mother's old kitchen range. <laughs> nothing better than a good slow wood-burning fire. <laughs> Well, you two get out of the kitchen now.
2: I'll do the best I can. Now, look, there's no sense in your going on about it. Asking her here was your idea.
1: But I know I'm not going to be able to eat all that heavy food that she's in there cooking. I'm just sweltering. It isn't good for people to eat a lot on hot weather. Well,
2: you will have to eat it now. I better call Betsy. She's down at the Kendalls.
1: Oh, gosh. When I talked to Aunt Martha this morning, I didn't say I wanted her to do all the cooking and all that. I just wanted somebody to be here with you, that's all. Oh, I
2: know, and it was very sweet of you, dear, but quite unnecessary. However, she's here and doing the best she can to help, Girl, so I, let's I just I...
1: thought it would be good for her, too. You know, she spent most of her life in that dinky little town. She never goes anywhere. No, I know. Oh, I know. My gosh, what? What is it? What's the What's matter? Heaven? Hey, Martha, what... What is
3: it? What's the oh, matter? Here, come... What? Oh, haven't. heavens. It's, it's the garbage disposal.
1: What? Oh, it's the, the, the garbage disposal unit. What, what, what did you do? I didn't
3: do anything. The water wouldn't go down the sink, and I just turned that little middle part, and all of a sudden, this terrible racket. It's the garbage disposal, Aunt Martha. cuts up the garbage. Turn it off, dear. Oh, you must have dropped
1: something in there, Martha. It, it doesn't sound right to me. Turn it off. There. Oh, well... Well,
2: really, what a terrible thing to have in your sink. Well, it's a wonderful thing. It's for garbage, Aunt Martha.
1: Ordinarily, doesn't make a racket like that. Did Did you drop something in it?
2: I certainly did not. Garbage
1: disposal,
2: indeed. Scared
3: the life out of me. Oh, you're getting so high and mighty, you can't wrap up your own garbage like other people.
1: Now, oh, now, now, no. Martha, look here. I, I the just... minute
3: you insisted on going away to college, I said, mark my words, he's going to be too fancy for the rest of us. Oh.
1: Going away to college had nothing to do with my buying a garbage disposal. you yes,
3: gone into the hardware business with your poor father, you would My have...
1: father wanted me to go to college, as you and Aunt Effie and Uncle George and Grandmother, here, who, who here. raised here. all the funds. Please, please, well, now, now both I... Please. <laughs>
0: We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. You know, not all crowns lie heavily on the head. As the number one man or woman of the radio kingdom, you'll have to admit the royal life is an easy one. And what makes it so is the way in which the station you're listening to now and many others like it have joined together with CBS Radio to bring you the best in entertainment on either coast. Robert Q. Lewis carries on hilariously in New York... Bing Crosby sings his songs in Hollywood. And with equal ease, you can move from one news source to another as CBS Radio's vast network facilities dismiss the miles between news stories. London, Paris, Bonn, Rome, and Tokyo. On CBS Radio, they're all only moments away. But best of all, you can put CBS Radio in any room, in your car, even in your pocket. The smallest transistor radio is all you need to keep worlds of news and entertainment at hand, worlds which CBS radio, with its network facilities, puts at your disposal every day.
2: You better get back into bed, dear, and try to get some sleep. It's two thirty. How do
1: you feel? Oh, well as can be expected.
2: Want some more bicarbonate of
1: soda? No, no thanks. Oh, how's Betsy?
2: Well, I finally got her back to sleep. Neither of you should have had all that heavy food. It is much too hot.
1: How come you're all right? <laughs> I
2: guess I have an iron constitution.
1: <laughs> you're not getting much rest nursing the two of us half the night, which was not exactly the idea when I asked Aunt Martha to come over here.
2: Quarreling with her like that and all through dinner, look, really.
1: look, she started it. Anyhow, I apologize. I guess we are both nervous and kind of edgy and, you, you know... Well, I should
2: a... like to remind both of you that I'm the one who's having the baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm not nervous or edgy or upset. Yet. But I hope my kitchen isn't ruined. Aunt Martha must have dropped something in the garbage disposal. It just doesn't work at all. I shall have to call somebody tomorrow. And she put the electric coffee pot in the dishpan so she's ruined the heating element. Oh,
1: <laughs> my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Honey, you think mm-hmm. maybe the baby will arrive tomorrow?
2: Well, I don't know, dear, but for your sake and Aunt Martha's, I hope so. <laughs> now, for goodness sakes, dear, relax and try to go to sleep. Okay? Yeah,
1: well, I, I feel all right, you mm-hmm. know, but it's the waiting, you know?
2: Yes, dear, I know. <laughs> Good night, honey. <laughs>
0: The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Ruth Gates as Aunt Martha. The Couple Next Door is produced by... Walter.